Welcome to St. Corey Christian Center and our most recent podcast as we go through the book of Ephesians chapter by chapter and verse by verse as we learn what it means to be equipped. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Ephesians chapter 6. We've been working our way through Ephesians chapter 6. I trust you have received out of this teaching the last 20-some weeks we've been in this book, growing. The unique part about any one of these books, mostly this book, is I could finish this whole series, and I could go back in September, Lord willing, and start it all over and teach from a completely different slant. And I could do all that, and then I could go back and do it all over again and come from a different complete slant. And it never ceases to amaze me, and people say, why is that? The reason it is that way is because this is the living Word of God. Amen? It's the living Word of God. And so we're on Ephesians chapter 6, and I'm going to start at verse 10. And it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on, I'm going to say put on, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the tricks of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, so therefore we need to know what is therefore, right? Therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your girded up your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod, your, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, everybody say above all, take the shield of faith, which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Father, I pray you help us today. Take up that shield. As we talk about the shield of faith today, we talk about faith today. I pray, Father, you just put an anointing upon the, upon the shroom and upon our hearts that we would receive, we would grow, we would be challenged, and we would be convicted. We give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, the shield of faith. There's a lot we could talk about, so I'm actually going to be talking about faith for this Sunday and next Sunday. And I was just meditating upon this passage, and the Holy Spirit strongly directed me to talk about faith, because without faith, it's impossible to what? Please the Lord. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So if I want more faith, and people have come to me often and said, I need more faith, then my response is, are you in the Word of God? Well, a little bit. If you want more faith, get a whole lot of the Word. Because faith feeds, faith builds. Word feeds, word builds. And there's, a, there's an apathy, and I'm not saying about just this lighthouse in general, saying even when I used to travel a lot, I would see a very strong apathy towards the Word of God. There's a strong appetite to come together on Sunday morning or whatever gathering it may have been, but there's a strong appetite for the worship and a strong appetite to come together, but it seemed like people seemed to struggle on an ongoing strategic plan to get in God's Word. Now, why is that? Paul told us 
There are tricks of the enemy. There are wiles of the enemy to get us so busy we don't have time to dig in this word. I was visiting the hospital the other day right here in St. Stephen, and there's a fellow that he's probably in his early 80s, sharp as a tack, and he said, are you teaching them the word? Now, I used to be an associate pastor at the church that he currently attends, and I said, yes, and he said, you know what? He said, when I first gave my heart to the Lord Jesus Christ 20, 30, 40 years ago, whatever it's been, it's been a long time, he said, you know what? He goes, my pastor taught me to read five chapters a week and study those chapters. And he goes, I've made that a faithful weekly commitment every week to study five chapters out of this book. Now, I'm not saying you or I may have the time, per se, to dig, dig out five chapters and dig into that fullest context, but what I am saying is this. One thing we do know, if we want strong faith, we need much word. Amen? The shield that I want to talk about today is something that is not tangible. It's not something you can buy off of Amazon. It's something that only comes from the written word of God. And as you see today, I've got my shield. And this shield is the exact dimensions of a Roman soldier. So I was talking to the host team this week early, and of course that includes the lady in the kitchen over there you can't hardly see, and the tech team as they get my PowerPoints and stuff together. And I mentioned this to Adam, and he said, so he went and done some research and found out the exact dimensions of a shield that a Roman soldier would carry. Now, I'm not going to get into it all this morning, but what we uniquely found out was that a Roman soldier had a shield for show and a shield for war. We'll talk about that next week. But what I want to bring to your attention is of utmost importance in the season that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is in right now is that we need our shields of faith engaged. Number one this morning, if you're taking notes, I believe that the shield of faith has you covered. Amen? How do you know? Because when the fiery darts of the wicked come, it comes and it doesn't hit you, it, heals, it hits your faith. Has anyone ever felt attacked of late? I say strong faith, strong faith, strong faith. Strong faith, much word. And how do you know? We find it in the scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as to common demand. But God is faithful, and he will not allow you to be attempted beyond that which you're able to. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. There are things that will come your way and my way, and we have to say, I'm covered. I'm covered. The attack comes in on Monday morning or Wednesday afternoon. No, sorry, I am covered. I get a bad report from the doctor or from the banker or from the teacher or from one of my kids. I am covered. How do you know you're covered? I'm in the Word of God. And the Word of God says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And no matter what temptation comes my way to quit, get mad, get frustrated, lie, gossip, cheat, walk my own way. I say, no, devil, I'm covered. I'm covered. I'm covered. You can't see me, devil. You can see my faith, though. I'm covered. Amen. You're quiet. 
I tell you something, a lot of times the attacks come our way. And here's the strategy, strategies of war. It's when the enemy comes to try to do an attack on you. Here's a strategy. You don't want him seeing you. We're no match. Remember, our, filth, our righteousness is what? Like filthy rags. The enemy knows that too. But when the enemy comes in like a flood, we can raise up a standard. And the enemy sees that shield and he says, you know what? I don't want to mess with that one. They've been in prayer all week. I don't want to mess with that one. They've been in the word all week. I don't want to mess with that one. They're on 30-day fasting. I don't want to mess with that one. My darts will have no consequences whatsoever. I've got my shield up, folks. We are covered. Amen? I believe in the last number of years that church has seen an onslaught of trickeries and tricks and wiles of the enemy. But I believe if we use the strategies of spiritual warfare, you and I can win these battles because it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by the Spirit of the living God. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3, But the Lord is faithful. Let's say together. The Lord is faithful, and He will strengthen you, and He will protect you from the evil one. You go out this week, and I know there's attacks. I know some of you fairly well, and I know some of the stuff you have faced this week, whether you're here in the building or online watching. And I say to you today, the Lord is faithful, and he'll protect you. And you know what? You can get out the book. I was fumbling just through the book of John and say, man, I'm struggling, and I'm just going through a couple situations right now in my life, you may say, and I don't know how to get through this. Just dig out the book of John. Just dig it out. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Get that Word within you. Treat it like the old buffet. We used to travel a lot down the southern states, and there's buffets everywhere. And there, there's no limit. You pay this little bit of money, and just buffet after buffet after buffet. The food is good between that cracker barrel. It's wonder I'm not 400 pounds. <laughs> Guess what? We need to feast on the Word of God. We need to get this in us. If you want a covering, it's not going to happen by wearing cool clothes and knowing the, low, the least cliche. It's going to be known by saying, I want to be covered. Hence, I will cover myself and my family with the Word of God. Covered. When you do that, the Lord says, I'm faithful. I'm a God that I cannot lie. I'm faithful. I'll cover you. At work, have you ever, you've been working in teams at work and, and uh, you, you go to venture and do something and one of your team members, one of your colleagues at work says, I got you covered. I got to step out for a minute to the mail. No worries, I got you covered. And when they say that to you, you'll know that you know what? A, a phone call will be taken care of. A client that may come in will be taken care of. Whatever needs to be done will be done because you're covered. When's the last time you had a car accident, a fender bender, and you call up your broker, and the broker says, you're covered? Whew. Guess what? We have the best insurance policy on the go. <laughs> Premiums are all paid, and there's no deductible. There's a few clauses, and they're not sand clause. Covered. I pray a covering over the church. I pray that when the enemy comes in like a flood and says, I'm going to attack you and your family and your kids. Believe you me, when you launch a ministry like Overcomers, you will be attacked. 
I promise when you launch into a territory where it's frontline ministry, you will be attacked. And it's time to say, I'm going to get covered. 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 Secondly, this morning, these were words of wisdom that come through dialogue and prayer this week, but I believe they'd be good words of wisdom, so I made a point out of it. Number, one, number two is your faith will carry you, and your faith will carry you. I'll say it again. Your faith will carry you, and your faith will carry you. Let me break that down. How many times have you gone through a season in your life and you just had to walk by faith? Your faith carried you. There are times when you don't know there's more month than there is money. The health report's not looking that great. And this is not looking too lovely over here. But the Word of God says, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you and I'll never leave you astray. I'll never leave you high and dry. And I'm not slack concerning my promises. I promise you I'll do it. So I just keep on walking. I keep on walking. Why? Because my faith carries me when I can't do it alone. When I can't even do it on my own talents or skills or callings or abilities or anything else. My faith just carries me. Amen? I believe one of the things that will take the church to the next level in the season that we're in is saying, you know what? My faith is going to carry me, and I'm going to make sure that every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, that I walk by faith and not by sight. My goodness, if I walk by sight, I'd be done a long time ago. But we stand strong in the Lord and in the power of His might and say, you know what? I believe my faith will carry me through. I don't know how many times I've looked at people and they said, how can you be so calm going through that? And I say, my faith carries me. Amen? How can you put a smile on? I'm not lying because I know there's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm not focused on this darkness. I'm not focused on this mess. I'm looking at the light. I'm looking at the glorious Jesus Christ. I'm looking at his word. I'm looking at it. God says, I will protect you, and I'll be with you. Your faith will carry you. Sometimes your faith has to be active. I was talking to a young fellow this week. We I went and picked him up, and we went for a drive, and he, he'd only be in his probably mid-20s, and he'd going through a pretty rough time, and mental health challenges, and the whole nine yards, and, and uh, being raised in faith, and knows the Bible, knows the Word of God, knows God, and he just said, I don't feel it, and I said, that's your problem. He looked at me, he goes, huh? I said, that's your problem, this is not about feeling. If we went by film, we would have cuffed a few people upside the head this week. But with faith and we don't cuff them, we love them. Huh? We love them. And so I looked at the young lad and I said, you know what you want to do? I said, what's some of your favorite songs? And he was raised very traditional, very traditional. And he dug out, in the back of the seat of his truck, he dug up this album full of hymns that he carts around with him everywhere he goes. And I said, you get those things out and you begin singing them. It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. Sing the wondrous love of Jesus. Sing of his mercy and his grace. 
And I said, even when you don't feel it, you faith it. Your faith will carry you. Even when I don't understand what's coming next, to God be the glory and great things he has done. When I don't get what Tuesday's coming, I'm going to believe that the steps of a good man are ordered of God. When I don't get the health report and the financial report and the housing report, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches that are in glory. Last time I checked, God's not going bankrupt. He can't go bankrupt. And I am walking by faith. My faith will carry me. Amen. Too many times our faith barometer is the local newscast, whether it be some other news channel or social media, and our emotions and our faith and our frustration is gauged on the local newscast. I've got news for you. We're all right. We're going to make it. We win. We fight every battle, and we win. Amen. And so my faith will carry me even through these crazy seasons when I don't know what's coming next. For example, this afternoon, there will be an election call over Canada. we got to pray over Canada. we got to pray over every province and every territory, over every MLA and every MP. we got to pray over them and over the prime minister and the cabinet and all those people in charge and the bureaucratic process. But I believe at the end of the day, no matter who is sitting in that seat, God's in charge. Well, i got a few amens, but it's still the truth. Again, I don't walk by sight. I walk by faith. And my faith will carry me. But there's other times my faith will carry me. And what I mean by that is there are people that get wounded on the battlefield. Ben, I'm going to need your help. Come on up, buddy. Sir Benjamin Franklin. Here's what happens in the battlefield. This shield, the soldiers will be out fighting and doing battle. And once in a while, an arrow would creep past one of the shields. Because the Roman soldiers, if the arrows were coming from the sky, would put it over their head like this. And if they were coming in front of them, they put them like this. But once in a while, an arrow would get past the shield and injure one of the soldiers. Uh, you got to pretend now that an arrow hit you. And I'm going to lay it right down there, Bob. He, the, boot, the dude got wounded. He's, he's, he's wounded. He's, he's hit an arrow's got him. And I'm fighting battle. And I'm trying to get new territory. And I'm trying to win this fight. And here's what the Roman soldiers would do. When the fellow soldier got injured or hurt. They'd come along and they'd do this. And they'll let that shield sit there until they can come back and get him. There are times that your faith will carry you. There are times that you go along. And so after a few battles and after a few, after a few people have won the battle and we've exceeded what we had to do, then they would come back and they would take the shield and they would pick it up. Now, I understand I'm not strong enough to carry Ben around. So, Ben, thank you for your help, sir. Appreciate it very much. <laughs> but here's what they do. Here's exactly what they would do. They would take that shield off the wounded soldier and they would lay the soldier. I got my soldier. <laughs> he looks like he's been through a few battles, doesn't he? <laughs> and they take that wounded guy and they lay him on the shield. Team members would pick that shield up and take him off to medical resources. Your faith will carry you. There are times when it says, you know what? He leads me beside the still waters. 
There are times my God is my refuge and strength, and he's a very present help in our times of trouble. And you know what? There are times that the seas will swell and the mountains will roar, but my faith carries me. When I got the report about cancer, my faith carries me. When I got the report about the family going through a hard time, I moved and my faith carries me. When my kids disappointed me, my faith carries me. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. My God is with me. He prepares a table before me while I'm in the presence of my enemies and oh I know that it's rod and the staff they come for me my faith carries me when I don't have a leg to stand on when I don't have strength in my head or my heart or my arms my faith is going to carry me wherever I go oh somebody you need to know today that he has sent his word and he's healed you just because your faith carries you I don't know how many times when I was a little guy I'll never forget as long as I live when mom and dad would go through challenging times. And I never once, not in my years anyway, I know they're human. Sometimes the way I talk about them, I probably make them sound like the little angels. But every time I hear mom and dad say, God will provide, God will provide, God will take care of it. We wasn't raised millionaires, but some days we felt like it. We was a pretty rich family in a lot of ways. God took care of all nine. Felt like the tribe of Benjamin running around Boystown half the time in that big old van. God provided, took care of it. What was he saying? Dad was saying, your faith will carry you. Your faith will carry you. You see, some will trust in chariots and some will trust in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Friend, if there's any one bit of advice I could give you from the living word of God today is simply this. Don't try to work on your own devices. Don't try to depend on your own skills and talents and abilities. The enemy will pick that up in a heartbeat. That is not a shield. That is a front. That is not a shield. That is a mask. It's a fake mask. And God will see beyond that. The enemy will too. And you'll be hit. You'll be struck. And you'll be put down. So I'm telling you, put on that shield. Let God carry you. Let him carry you. And I'm talking to people today. You need to let God carry you. There's so much to give you this morning. Genesis 28 and 15. What more I am with you and I will protect you wherever you go. One day I'll bring you back into this land and I'll not leave you until I finish giving you everything I promised you. Psalms 119 and 50, my comfort in my suffering is this, you pro- your promises preserve my life. Romans 15 and 4, everything that was written in the past was written to teach us. The scriptures give us patience and encouragement so that we can have hope. I'm telling somebody today, there are days, there are seasons, I've even seen months in my own life, at the end of the day, the only thing that was carrying little old Jody was the word of God. There are some days I look at the nation of Haiti. I don't know, Haiti's like this forgotten nation down there, but God still loves those people down there. And they had a pretty bad earthquake yesterday. It has killed a lot of people. It's caused a lot of damage. And the world goes on, and we're all concerned about this, and we're all concerned about that and something else. Meanwhile, we got people that have lost their loved ones and families, and the world hired to pay one bit of attention to it. I don't know what it's like to go through that, but I do know this. The Word of God will carry them. Amen? And last but surely not least this morning, your faith covers you. I'm thankful for a covering. 
And this is where we come together as a family. This is where we come together as a people of God. And when the Roman soldiers were fighting, and there was an onslaught for the enemy that would come against them, and they knew that it was a great battle, here's what they would do, and I don't have enough shields to exemplify all this today, but they would stand behind their shields. One after another, after another, after another, after another, after another. They formed a great big wall with their shields. And when the enemy comes along to try and destroy them, all they come up against was not one shield, but they found a wall. The enemy comes along and says, oh, they're ramping up Sunday school down at St. Clair Christian Center. We're going to cause a little chaos and division down that house. Oh, they're going to start overcomers down at St. Corey Christian Center. We'll cause a little chaos and mayhem down at that house. But when the enemy comes in like a flood, we stood together. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one Father and God above it all, in all and through all, and he found a wall. Friends, it is more important now than ever that we unite together in the spirit of the living God. You say, well, someone so doesn't think like I think. I really don't care. Because if you're trying to preach your gospel and trying to win your converts over to your gospel and it's not this gospel, we all fail. Amen? That's tough language, but it's the truth. My gospel, my message, seven days a week, it's not what's going on on this earth. It's the message that, you know what, at the end of the day, he has come to seek and save the lost, and he's come to give us power over the things of the earth and things over the enemy. He has given you and I authority to win these battles and to win these frustrations. Amen. When the enemy comes in to try and mess up and destroy, he'll find a wall. He'll say, I'm going after the whole work, see ya. And he shows up to battle, he can't find a thing. All he looks is the blood. And the enemy sees the blood and he realizes, I have no authority over this. I have no error whatsoever that has enough penetration, RPM, or force to get through this shield. How do we know? Jesus said in the wilderness, Get thee behind me, Satan. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We're going to have a moment where we're going to have battles as a body, as a church. Believe you me, the enemy will do everything he can to cause division and polarization in the body of Christ. All you got to do is look across Charlotte County. New Brunswick, Atlantic Canada. There is a splinter here and a splinter here. I'm saying it's time for the church of the living God to get unity back in the house of God. Amen? And I don't care what's going on in this earth. Don't let that be a cause of division in the house of God. Amen? We will all have our personal opinions and education on things, but at the end of the day, it's nothing's more important than this right here. And the enemy comes along. He knows how feeble we are. He knows what our tripping points are. He knows what our triggers are. He knows what will mess up the body of Christ. But at the end of the day, when he shows up, he doesn't care about our opinions. He's not after my opinion. He's after my soul. Not today, Satan. How do you get the wall up? You call a friend up. Could you pray over me? 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 
Could you pray over me? Could you pray over me? Next thing you know, you got a wall of protection around you. You got a covering around you. The enemy tries to get through that front door, tries to get through the back door, tries to get through the side, tries to get through the window. He give two hoots. He'll try to get in your head. And he'll walk in here and do whatever he can. But no, there's a wall. I'm covered. I'm covered. I'm covered. John 15 and 16 says it like this. You didn't choose me. I chose you. And I appointed you that you would go and bear fruit. And that your fruit would remain. That whatever he ask the Father in my name, he'll give it you. I'm telling somebody today that you've gone on this journey for quite a while. You've gone through the ups and you've gone through the downs. I'm talking to people you haven't even given God a chance yet. And I'm going to tell you today, I met with a young fellow Friday morning. And I looked at him, we were just driving around and we were talking and discussing some things. And I looked at him, called him by name and I said, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to push and thump a Bible over your head. I'm not going to shove a religion down your throat. But you might as well know, because this is the first time we've ever met. Eyeball to eyeball, this is the very first deep conversation we've ever had. We're just getting to know one another. But I looked at him and I called him by name and I said, I do want you to know this. That everything I'm going to tell you is backed up by the Word of God. I'm going to tell you something else. That everything I believe is backed up by the Word of God. And the reason we're driving around today that I'm believing God's going to deliver you from these addictions is because I believe in the delivering power of the hand of God. He sort of looked at me and his eyes were a little bugged out. I said, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm just a guy that knows that God loves you as much as he loves me. And if he can deliver me, he can deliver you. And if he can help me, he can help you. But all you got to do is ask him and he'll show up on the scene. I'm talking to people today that are in need. And what you need to know is you have a covering. You have a covering. Some of you have been on the journey for a while and you, you feel like old Ben. On the, you've been attacked and you've been hit by a few arrows. Wounded. You felt like you've been forgotten about. Are they ever going to come back and get me? Or am I just going to die here forever? Some of you just need to know this. We're on our way back. We're going to carry you. We're going to carry you. And there's some of you feeling that, you know what? I feel so polarized and so isolated from everybody else. Don't they see what I see? Don't they get what I get? Don't they comprehend what I comprehend? Does anybody have the battles I have? I'm telling you, the Word of God has got you. And as we get our hearts and heads together in unity, it forms a wall, a covering. Father, right now, I pray that we would take up the shield of faith. I pray faith will be so strong in our hearts and so strong in our midst 
that there would not be a little faith. It would not be tiny faith, but it would be great faith. Water walking faith. Water parting faith. Grave emptying faith. Cancer removing faith. Delivering power kind of faith. Demonic forces be gone kind of faith. The kind of faith that says, fear not, for I am with you. Fear not, wherever you go I am. That kind of faith that says, I'll trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding. Father, I am praying about that kind of faith. As we all stand together this morning, I want our hearts to get ready to receive. You're looking at a guy that still believes in his salvation, still believes in the miracles, still believes in the wonder-working power of the Holy Spirit. God is not recessed back into a form of religion where it's five songs, a little sermonette, and we go home. But I believe in the power of God. Over and over and over we see it. But today, it's a day to say, Lord, I feel there's a Thomas in the room that says, Lord, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. I sense there's people in the room that say, I've got faith, but I want that faith like, man, anything can just happen when I pray. That kind of faith. Anything is possible to those that believe. Let's get our hearts ready because I know this morning you're going to receive in Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning into our podcast today. We pray that you've been equipped and encouraged. Continue to follow us on sccc.online and there will be resources and tools available to you. And reach out to us at any time if we can help. Have an amazing day.